It's good to see you tonight, and uh, I want to remind us that God is able as we begin. He is able, more than able, to accomplish what concerns me today. He is able, more than able, to handle anything that comes my way. He is able, more than able, to do much more than I could ever dream. He is able, more than able, to make me what He wants me to be. He is able, more than able, to accomplish what concerns me today. He is able, more than able, to handle anything that comes my way. He is able, more than able, to do much more than I could ever dream. He is able, more than able, to make me what He wants me to be. Man, I'm grateful for that. He, he's not just able, but he's, he's more than able. And, um, you know, when I think about who I need to be, the best person that I am is, is when I'm surrendered to the Lord and who he wants me to be, not who the world says I need to be or who I might think I need to be at times, but it's who he uh, has made me to be and who he wants me to be. That's when I'm at my best. And then it's a tall order when you think about being who God wants you to be. And we could never attain it. We could never do it on our own. But he's more than able. And he can change us from the inside out and, and increase our faith. And, and uh, you know, we head for trouble when we're trusting in ourselves and relying on ourselves. But I'm grateful that he is more than able tonight. Not that able, but he's more than able. He's, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, the Bible says. And we just need that reminder from time to time that he's, he's more than able. We look to him. And he can do more than we could ever dream or imagine. And I love that little chorus. And, and uh, it's hard for me to play because it's got an F chord and I can't play an F, you know, worth the flip. But, it's, but it doesn't matter. What matters is the message of the song. And uh, if I had a capo, I could cheat. But, but, but Megan's got my capo. She's playing across the street. I'm grateful for that. Um, but um, so uh, anyway, I wish I didn't need a capo. I could just go all the way up and down. But I can't do that. Um, but I'm grateful for the message of that wonderful song, He's Able, all the time. Uh, he never has a bad day. He never gets tired or weary. That's our God, and, and He's more than able. And, um, and, I, and I, this next song, I, I want to remind us about how much we do need Him. He's, he's certainly um, our greatest need. I need you more. More than yesterday, I need you more. More than words can say, I need you more. Than ever before, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. More than yesterday, I need you, Lord. More than words can say, I need you more than ever before. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. More than the air I breathe. 
More than the song I sing, more than the next heartbeat, more than anything, and Lord, as time goes by, I'll be by your side, cause I never want to go back to my old life I need you more more than yesterday I need you more more than words can say I need you more than ever before I need you Lord I need you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you, Lord, that even though that we always fall short and we're never good enough, matter of fact, that's what sin means is we miss the mark every time. And when we think about that, Lord, it's kind of depressing that no matter how hard we try, we'll never be good enough, we'll never measure up. But that's where your grace comes in, and that's where your strength comes in. And we know, Lord, that you are more than able. But help us, Lord, to never forget how much we need you. And it is true, Lord, more than the air we breathe, more than our next heartbeat, Lord, we need you. And we thank you that you're available to us. But many times, God, we exclude you. Maybe not intentional. Sometimes, Lord, we maybe don't discipline ourselves in, in, our, in our prayer life or in, in trusting you as we should or in reading your word or applying your word to our life. And, Sometimes we intentionally do that. But whatever the case, Lord, I thank you for your grace and for your strength. And we know that your word tells us that your grace is sufficient and your strength is perfect. And I thank you, Lord, that though you are our greatest need, Lord, we, we have you to look to by faith and rely on, God, that you make the difference in our life. And so, Lord, I pray for those that are here tonight, maybe those watching online. Here we are midweek, and maybe the world has kind of beat us up a little bit. We're tired or weary. and and I just thank you, Lord, that you are more than able. And maybe sometimes, Lord, as we go through life, we're reminded of how limited we are. But, God, you're, you're unlimited. And we thank you for that. Thank you for your grace and love because we don't deserve to know you and to have your strength and your grace in our life. But what a privilege it is. So we thank you for that. Encourage us, Lord, as we begin tonight. And we just give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I want to uh, just allow you an opportunity any of you have a, uh, a word of uh, testimony uh, on your heart maybe you want to just praise the Lord that's my fault I didn't turn my mic on like I should see sometimes um, it's my fault and then everybody looks at them but <laughs> uh, so uh, so I'll just fess up and say that was my fault uh, but um but I, I just want to give you an opportunity to brag on the Lord anybody have a word of praise on your heart maybe God answers has answered prayer God's proved faithful uh, whatever the case may be I just want to begin tonight and uh, I always like to start off with giving God praise on Wednesday nights to kind of remind us how good God is and to, you know, for us to realize who it is that we are praying to when we pray and who it is that we are trusting in. So I want to do that tonight. Anybody have a word of praise on your heart tonight? I'm glad you're here, and, and I knew a couple of weeks ago when Miss Helen's not here, then, uh, then she's not feeling well, and I'm, I'm glad that you're back and praying you continue to get your strength back. That's right. I, you're exactly right. I, we know that. Might better call and check on her. Where's she at? She's always here, but we're grateful for that. And what a testimony uh, that is. Anybody else word of praise tonight? able he's more than sufficient and we take so much for granted don't we I mean you know maybe we took this day for granted we got up this morning and a lot of times we hit the floor running dead run all day long and um, and we don't even stop to realize that we weren't even promised this day and yet God has, has watched over us and blessed us with a new day and, and uh, I don't know maybe maybe y'all don't do that but a lot of times that's me I go through the day and then I, I, I know our human nature you know we we can so easily take things for granted and, and 
not the least of which is the day that God has blessed us with. And I'm grateful for the clouds outside. <laughs> it's been scorchers, hasn't it? And I think it's going to be that way the rest of the week. And, and, uh, but God's, uh, God's faithful and God is good. Yeah, we, we have something about liberty. I call it the liberty split, you know. And I just knew today we was going to get it because you could see it in the north and it looked like it's coming this way. And usually once you can time it. If it's not here in 10 minutes, it's gone. And, you, and it hadn't showed up on the radar yet because radar is about 15 minutes behind and it's, it's gone. I know, and, and Valerie, when it's, when it's supposed to snow and it's like, okay, here it is and there's the radar and then it kind of fizzles and I'm like, it's over. We've missed it. And she's like, you don't know, you don't know, but I, but I just know. I mean, the radar's behind, then, then it shows up on the radar, and it's, it's so, um, but it just seemed like um, like today that was going to happen, and I looked on the radar, and it was it, it's building up over, you know, I guess, Jocassee, I guess it is, or, or Kiwi, and, um, and something about it, then it slides off towards Easley, or it slides down to Pendleton, and I don't know, it's not like we got a big mountain in Liberty, but it's like there's a bubble over us, and it just kind of goes, if I ever see... Chris Justice, and maybe we'll have him come speak to our young at heart or our men's. I'm going to ask him about that. Have you ever heard of the Liberty Split? And he's going to look at me like, you're an idiot. <laughs> but I believe it. I'm a, I'm a, uh, what, what is it? Uh, I'm not a meteorologist, but a, um, a uh, what's the word? Uh, amateur meteorologist, I guess. Um, but, but anyway, um, it is nice in that heat to get that, that nice, it, cool breeze. The mountains, yeah. They, they sure do, and that's and that's a good thing, and uh, that's right, that's right. It'll rain. That's right. It's like why didn't you wash the car too? If you'd done that, that would have that would have done it. Um, but we have had a lot of rain this summer. It's been um, we haven't had the dog days, I don't guess. Um, but uh, but God gives us what we need when we need it, and and I'm so thankful for that. And he's the great creator. He's on the throne. And um, I'm so thankful, you know, for our trust that we have in him and the difference that it makes when we rely on him. We don't strive by our own strength, but we stop striving and start trusting. That's what I have to always tell myself. Quit striving and start trusting and just rely on the Lord and let him have his way. Um, well, I want us to look tonight in uh, Acts chapter 13. And I want to speak to you tonight about refills. We, we have been to Dollywood, and, and man, you, how much are those cups? $12 or whatever it is? I, I don't know. Um, and so you hate that part of it. And I've got the gold pass, so I get a, is it 10%? 20% discount. So I think I've got a deal when they take, was that $2.40 off? Of, I'm like, wow. But I'm still paying almost $10 for, you know, for a drink. But you're able to go back and get a, I don't, it's not a free refill, is it? Nothing, is it? For a year, you get a free refill. So it's like, man, I'm going to get all this. I'm going to get a bunch of refills and, and, and everything. And, and it's great because if you're in the heat, you know, and you're tired and you, you've run out of drink, it's good to go back and get a refill. It's so refreshing to do that. And I don't know about you, but there's no, there's no refreshment like just water. Ice water, cold water, um, that does it. You know, even I know Powerade kind of replenishes and Gatorade replenishes sodium or whatever else, uh, electrolytes that, you, that you've lost, and that's all good. Still got sugar in it, though, um, but, but that water just seems to be the best, and especially on a day like today, you know, or maybe you've been out pulling weeds or cutting grass or um, doing yard work or whatever, and you're, you're, just, you're just tired and exhausted. Go inside and get you some ice water and sit down, and it just, it just is so refreshing. So I want you to think about that tonight, refills, as, as, we, um, as we move forward tonight. And then I want you to imagine with me that you bought a, a brand new car. Um, you know, you, maybe you've drove it around for days, and man, it just is it's performed the way that you wanted it to. Um, and for some, it might be it's a muscle car. And when you get on, when you get on it, it responds. Or you can rev it up and it, and it echoes through the town or whatever, you know, and it's, man, that's what I'm after. Or maybe you're after, like me, you're after an economical performance. And, and you look and it says you're pushing 40 miles to a gallon. Yeah, it's performing uh, like it's supposed to. But then something happens. And a brand new car, it, it doesn't even have a couple of uh, hundred miles on it yet. And, and it starts sputtering. And it's not running as well as it had in the beginning. And then finally it just chugged to a stop. And it won't go any further. How happy do you think you would be if that were the case? You just got you a new car, and now it's not 
performing, it's not even running. It's come to a stop. So obviously you're going to have some questions. What's the problem? <laughs> I just bought the car. You're not going to be too happy about it. I don't even have a couple hundred miles on it yet. And so, you know, you've kind of stalled out and you had to have it towed back even, let's, let's not take it to my home. Let's not even take it to a gas station. We're going to take it back to the dealer. Because <laughs> it's a new car and man, it was so good and, and, and it's already quit. And, and so you take it back to the dealer and, and you demand. I want the mechanic. I want him to check this thing over and you're demanding an explanation. And so you take it back and the mechanic's like, hmm, you know, put the key in the ignition and tries to tries to start it a couple of times and it just won't do anything. And you're like, hmm. Then the mechanic says, sir, you see this little light on the fuel gauge, the, the fuel light? <laughs> Some people call that an idiot light. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that's the gas light and you really need to fill up the car every now and then, you know, with, with gas because if you don't, then it's, it's not going to go. And how many of y'all are like me? When that gas light comes on, I know how far I can go. Um, may, maybe you're like, like me, and, that's, and that's, I know how far I can go. And sometimes um, I, I might forget. It's like, oh, I've, I meant to go to the gas. I'll just go home first. I'll get in the morning. And then I'll forget to go by in the morning, and it'll go further than what I thought it would go. <laughs> and so you just kind of add to it. You know, sooner or later, you're going to get burned. Um, but I know how far that I can go. Um, Michael has just started driving. He's, he's took over the old Jeep. I passed it to Matt. Matt's now passed it down to Michael. And, and, um, and so he's enjoying being able to drive, the privilege of getting in, have some independence. And, and, and he loves it when Valerie says, Michael, we need, we need some milk. Or can you go? Oh, yeah, I'll go to the store. He loves that. And uh, like tonight, um, Megan had to be picked up from practice, and, and we're just relaxing at home and enjoying being home and relaxing. And, and Valerie said, Michael, Megan needs to be picked up at five. You want me to go get her? Yeah, yeah, I'll go get her. He's, in, he's enjoying driving in the independence. But one thing about it, he's come to me a few times and said, Dad, can I go to the driving range? Yeah, help yourself. Go to the driving range. And he's, he's enjoying that. Can I go to academy and, and just look at what you're going to do? Going to look at some golf stuff. Well, okay, you know, he's enjoying that. Well, then he came to me um, one day, and I was outside in the backyard, and he's like, Dad, the, uh, uh, the, the Jeep's on empty, the gas light's on. And I thought, and? <laughs> That sounds like your problem to me. It's not my problem, you know, but, but we did, we filled it up for him. Um, but uh, obviously, when you think about refills, um, there's things in life that if you don't refill, then it ain't going to go. And of course, the car is one of it. And, and then you think about our, you know, our, our physical self. Um, you know, I just mentioned a good glass of water. You know, we, we need that refill. We need that, uh, that replenishment. Um, then, you, you know, you also think about... Um, about about rest at night. I talked with someone this week, and they said they just could not wind down on Monday night, and had a long day. They were tired. They just they couldn't sleep. You know, three o'clock in the morning, wide awake, and and so they were tired on Tuesday and just kind of dragging. And then Tuesday night, they said they went to bed at seven o'clock, and and they got that that you know that that good night's sleep that they needed, and so that's kind of refilling them, you know. And the thing about it is, is and, and I remember when I was younger. Um, I'd go to lock-ins, you know, in my 20s or whatever. I loved lock-ins when I was when I started out as youth man. I loved it, but then by the time I was, you know, I was like, boy, these things are of the devil, you know, lock-ins. And it, I mean, I could when I was younger, I'd stay up all night, play basketball, hang out, all that kind of stuff, and um, and, and and maybe take a, a cat nap or something the next day, and I'm and I'm fine. But but now, you know, I think about the last lock-in we had here. I, I was I was a part of it, and uh, we and it was awesome. We had we had a midnight worship service right here. And we had 100 students right here in the middle section, and we just praise the Lord at midnight. And I talked about Paul and Barnabas and praising God at midnight, and, and I'm going on adrenaline. But then when we sat down, and, um, and then it hit me. And then the, the whole, it was like, took me three or four days to get over that one night's sleep. And so you have to, it'll catch up with you. Sooner or later, you've got to have that refill, that, you know, that, that's, that, um, that good night's sleep that maybe you missed out on. It'll catch up with you. Um, and then you think about revivals or retreats. You know, you, a retreat is, is like a getaway from normal life. And uh, like when we went with our students to Ridgecrest, you know, one of the things that we try to do is, is limit them on their phones because we want to take away normalcy away from them so that they, you know, they're not watching TV, they're not technology stuff, but they're, they're focusing on the Lord and Bible study and worship and devotion times and, and all of that. And, and what that is is to get your spiritual, you know, batteries refilled. 
Um, even Wednesday nights, I'm often amazed at how Sunday morning only is enough for people. I, I just it, it amazes me. Why why not come and be a part of Sunday night as well? Why not come and be a part of Wednesday night because that's what helps and it recharges your spiritual batteries. And we all need that that refill spiritually. We need it physically and even mentally. Uh, maybe you work a job and you're just making decisions all day long, and then and and maybe maybe there's difficulties and there's stress with it and. And uh, what if I make the wrong choice? And I need, and so maybe you're talking and getting some feedback and, and getting, you know, having some resources and you're just constantly focused and, and, and you just get a headache, you get a migraine and it's just mentally we need that, that time as well. Matter of fact, you remember um, we were talking about uh, in, in Mark's gospel where, um, where Jesus and his disciples were going around performing miracles and they were doing a good work and Jesus was teaching and, and, um, and, and it was their first time he told he he sent them out two by two, and it was their first time to go out, and and to and to do the work of the ministry and to share the gospel and the good news. And Jesus gave them authority to do things they could never do on their own. And and they went out and did wonderful things. And they met back together. It's a long day. Jesus said, you know, you need to come apart. And um, and what he was saying was, you got to get away. You need that time. And and so they they shared about their day with Jesus and I just can't imagine what that was like and I often think about when we're at Infuge with our students and this past year was different because um, we went out as our one group to a mission site normally at Infuge uh, they'll go out with other groups and there might be two or three from their group in that group but I don't get to see them and we don't get to see our entire group throughout the day and so you know they go off and and we, you know, we know where they're at. You know, so and so's at a at a nursing home, and so so and so's at a thrift stop, thrift shop, or or this person's at a uh, a backyard Bible club, or this person's at an apartment complex, or this person's cutting grass. We kind of know where they all are, and you pray for them, and you think, I wonder how they're doing, and and uh, and everything, and 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 then we get to come back, and and we get to hear them share. And sometimes there's a little hesitancy because they would rather be in their comfort zone with their own group. So there's, there's a lot of people they don't know, and they get to learn. It's amazing by the end of the week, they've made those relationships, and they don't want to say goodbye, you know. But that first night, there's a little bit of anxiety, and you, you pray everything goes well, and then they usually come back, and they're tired first day and everything, but they, they talk about and they share about what happened, and, and that's that time to get away. And Jesus tells his disciples, you need to come apart, and let's rest, and let's talk about this. And so they, they did that, and I just can't imagine what that was like for the disciples and and, and the victory that they had, the unity that they had, they're doing God's work and their first experience going out together. And, and, uh, and they were tired. And Jesus told them, you need to come apart. And um, Vince Havner once said that if you don't take time to come apart, you'll come apart. And we understand that. We need that, that refilling. And obviously a vacation is supposed to be that way. You know, you, you get away from everyday life and, and uh, no schedule really to keep. And maybe you got some things planned that you want to do as a family, but um, but it's just a time to relax, a time to to recharge, you know, and, and to have a time of refreshing, and that's the idea, refill, all right. So that's what I want you to think about tonight. And here in Acts chapter thirteen, uh, Barnabas and and uh, Paul were uh, were going out, and they were appointed, and they'd been preaching in Cyprus and Antioch, and and uh, they they felt some conflict at Antioch, and it was the Jews that were giving them conflicts and and so Paul basically tells the Jews that you rejected Christ so now this has opened the door for the Gentiles and you know on the road to Damascus that that's where he was commissioned Jesus sent Paul to the Gentiles and it was time now for the Gentiles and you and I are Gentiles by the way and so Paul goes out and, and the Gentiles if you look back at, uh, at verse uh, at verse 48 the Gentiles uh, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord um, because Paul had been appointed to them to hear the good news. They're not on the outside looking in anymore. Uh, the Jews had their chance, and now here it is, the Gentiles. And so if you look at verse 49, and the word of the Lord was being spread throughout all the region, but the Jews stirred up the devout and uh, prominent women, and the chief men of the city raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled fr uh, them from their region. But notice what they did. That they do like I would do and, and hang their head and get mad and, and have a pity party and, 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 and just make it all about me. No, they didn't do that. Look at what they did in verse 
uh, 51. They shook off the dust from their feet against them and came to Iconium. And so they just shook, they shook it off, you know. Um, they didn't dwell on it. They didn't have a pity party. They didn't get mad. They didn't quit. They just shook it off. And maybe there's some things as we think about that tonight. Maybe for you, it would be an extremely beneficial refill for you to shake some things tonight. Maybe there's some things that you need to just shake off, some things from the past, things that has a stronghold on you. And uh, maybe you just need to just shake it off and have a little talk with Jesus and say, you know what, Lord, I don't understand that. I've held on to this long enough, and it sucked the life out of me, and it's taken the joy out of, out of my walk with you, and so I'm just going to shake it off, and, and, I, and I just release it. Now, I just I, I let go of it, and, um, and, and I just give it to you, and I'm going to let you worry about it. Well, God can handle it, and he can do more in one second than we can do in a lifetime. And there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that need to shake some stuff in their life. They're holding on to something. They're bitter about something. They've got grudges against people or whatever. Whatever it is. And the, the best thing they can do is what we find in verse, uh, in verse 50, 51. They shook off the dust from their feet against them. I mean, there they were doing God's work. And the word of the Lord was being spread. But here these Jews are stirring up. And, and they're causing problems, and they raised up a persecution against them. And uh, I would, I'll be honest with you, I would probably have taken that personal, not them. They just said, okay, not working out here. Shake the dust off, let's shake it. Not going to hold on to it, not going to let it rob us of joy. And uh, we're just going to keep pressing on, and, and that's what they did. So before, uh, I didn't even prepare, I didn't even plan on saying all this, but, but this has really spoke to me tonight, that maybe there's some stuff in our life that we would just... We would, we, would do our, we would save ourselves a lot of trouble in, in the future if we'll just go ahead and shake it. Shake it off and deal with it and, um, and, let's, and let's press on. And, and I know if I was with the students tonight, they would probably remind me of Taylor Swift. You know, shake, shake, shake it off. Maybe that's what they would remind me about. But that's what we need to do. Just shake it off. Get rid of it. Don't hold on to it. And a lot of times, if we'll deny ourselves, which is what's required to be a follower of Jesus, there's a lot of things we'd probably be willing to let go of. But a lot of times we hold on. You know, we take it personal and we have our reasons and we got to get back. You know, we, we don't forget. We try to get even or, all, or whatever it is. But the best thing is just let it go. You know, shake it off. And uh, so that brings us then, and, and, and I think that's important to understand the verse that I want to focus on here in, uh, in verse 53. Notice this. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Notice that. It wasn't that they were halfway or three-fourths of the way, but I get the picture of being filled even to overflowing. There's been, there was one time um, we, the water level in the pool was, was low, and so I, I, I put the hose pipe in there and turned it on. And we, and we got, I think it's 22,000 gallons, so obviously to, to go move this much is going to take hours. So I turned it on, and, and I guess it was probably 9 o'clock at night, and and um, I was watching the ball game, and, and we got into the ball game, and, and uh, I went and got me some, uh, uh, some cereal. Sometimes I like that, that midnight snack cereal, you know, uh, Fruity Pebbles or Apple Jacks or whatever. Um, and so I had me a little snack, and, man, I'm ready to, I'm winding her down, and I went to bed. And I got up, you know, sometimes you'll get up, you know, 3, 4 in the morning, and I got up, and I said, the water. And I looked, and it was overflowing, you know. Well, get that picture. You know, overflowing, not just, but just filled to capacity to the point of overflowing. They were filled with joy. Wait a minute. I just read where they faced persecution was being raised up against them and where the, the, these Jews were stirring up uh, problems for them. And yet, I find here in verse 52 that they were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. So I want to I talk about that tonight. Refill. Maybe tonight, maybe you need a, a refill. You know, just like your car needs to be refilled. We need to be refilled spiritually. How do we get refilled? I just wonder, does anybody have any, any thoughts tonight about being refilled? What are some ideas that come to mind when you think about being refilled spiritually? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, read the Word. That's, that's it. And what's that? Okay, don't think about yourself, but maybe think of somebody else, and that always is a blessing. It's better to give than to receive, and, and that kind of maybe, if I'm, if I'm overwhelmed and, and 
thinking too much about myself. Um, let's think about somebody else and, um, and let's reach out to them. And then maybe that'll bless us and they might in turn reach out to us. You know, that might, that might help. That's always good to not always focus on self. Um, read the Word, uh, prayer. You know, we think about spiritual disciplines. Prayer, read the Word. Um, maybe it's a Sunday and you're tired and you're down, depressed. You know, you need some feeling. But what happens is you might say, I'm just not in it. I'm not feeling it today. And, I, and, and, and you don't come to church. Well, I don't know what you missed on a given Sunday, but I think about prayer, I think about worship, singing God's praise, receiving God's word, meeting, having an encounter with God, being with the people of God. I just tell you, that's a positive thing. And, and that can obviously refill us. And, and if we just, ah, maybe next week. Well, then what happens next week is once you miss once, you know, we kind of get in a habit and then we might, it'll end up being a month. And then you know what that, de what that devil will do after about five or six weeks? The devil will say, oh, those people don't care about you. If they cared about you, they would, somebody would have called you. And um, nobody cared about me, you know. And now all of a sudden we're just, we got our feelings hurt and we're just going down this path and, and we're navigating away from God. And, that, and that's the way it happens a lot of times. If we'd only got that refill, it may not have felt like it, but just come on. Now I'm not talking about throwing up sick and, and having a fever. That's, that's another thing. But um, sometimes we don't feel it, you know. Um, maybe we're drained and I just want to sleep in. Well, come on to the house of God anyway. And I just want you to know, I remember, especially when I was working third shift, Alex, um, I was going to school, sometimes not getting out of class till 1 and 2 o'clock, and then going home and trying to sleep. And then when I would get up, try to do some reading, try to do some, some papers or, or whatever assignments that I had to do, sometimes in the break room at 3 o'clock in the morning, I had my notes out. And I was going, I had to test that later that day or whatever. And, um, and I just want you to know that come Wednesday night, I went in on Sunday night, Monday night, and, and Tuesday night. And by the time Wednesday night rolled around at my home church, I did not feel like going to church at all. And there were times when I just had, and there, there were a few times I didn't go. And I was just so tired and, and had just so much going on. But, but every time I went, I want you to know I never regretted it. And I would, I would get a song in my, in my mind about, you know, what we sang at church on Sunday night. And that would be on my mind, and, or maybe something the, the pastor said, a, a verse of scripture, and I would meditate on that. And I would totally have missed that had I not gone. And I had, if there was anybody that had an excuse not to go, it was me. I was working, going to school during the day, and I just didn't have the time. But, but I never regretted it. We, what I'm trying to say is, is that we always need that refill. And, and, um, and so, you know, in life, maybe we're just kind of cruising along. We're enjoying life. We're enjoying the scenery, experiencing peace and success in our families, in our marriage, in our businesses, and, and, and maybe in our ministry. Uh, our mission in life is, is to serve God and, and maybe God's blessing, and you're just enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, problem after problem starts cropping up. You know what I'm talking about? I happened to, to Paul, the Barnabas and Paul. You know, they're just, they're just, they're spreading the word of God. They're doing, they're doing great things. That uh, the Gentiles were glad to hear about what God was doing through them, and and yet there was a group that they faced resistance against. But they just kept on spreading, the, and they shook it off, and they just kept on going. They didn't quit. They had this, you know, this resistance that they that they faced. And and maybe tonight, maybe maybe you've been cruising along, and problem after problem has begun to creep up. Maybe at home, maybe at work, maybe a combination with the kids at school or whatever it is, these things begin to, to creep up. And it's like, man, I don't have control anymore and I want to fix this and I want to fix that and I'm just getting overwhelmed and I don't know what to do anymore. And I'm just, you know, this, these things are just, just propping up. And the thing is, maybe you need a refill. Maybe you need to ask the Lord to give you His power. Power of the Holy Spirit to be a better husband or to be a better father, to be a better mother, to be a better wife. Uh, to be a better witness, wh whatever it might be, to be a better employee, to be a better whatever it is He's called you to be. Lord, I need you. Just like we sang a few minutes ago, I need you, Lord. I need you more, more than yesterday, more than the next heartbeat, more than the next breath of air that I take. God, I need you. And that's, that's the best thing we can do is, is just stop and get that refill. I was doing Meals on Wheels yesterday, and, and one of the stops is down here at the senior um, apartments down there. And there was one guy, and every time, he's always out 
picking his guitar and he's sitting out there on that in that rocking chair area and, and he's out there and and so he told me he always mentions I love y'all's prayer garden he says I've preacher I want you to know I go to that prayer garden often and I said that's what it's there for you know and he that's his time he goes and gets away and I don't know if he takes his guitar with him or not but he goes and he prays and and we need that we need to get away and we need to look to the Lord and say God help me I need your wisdom these things are coming up and you know about it I don't have to inform you about it but I'm asking for your help and we just need that time to, to refill um, we may ask and receive the filling of the Holy Spirit in the morning, but by the time afternoon comes, we've allowed that feeling to drain us. Maybe, maybe you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, life has a way of, of draining us and sucking the life out of us if we let it. Uh, you know, come home and had a bad day and you turn the news on and it's just getting even worse. You know, depressing and so sometimes we just need to turn it all off and say, okay, Lord, here I am, and, and just have that time of prayer. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans uh, 15, 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Romans 15, 13. Maybe, maybe that's a promise that, that maybe you need to write down and remind yourself about. Romans 15, 13. God wants us to come to Him again and again for refilling and refueling. If we neglect doing that, we're going to be like that car that ran out of gas. And maybe you're on fumes tonight. Well, don't run out. Go to the Lord. Seek the Lord. God wants us to come to Him continually, refilling and refueling. The fact is we've never, we have a never-ending need, and He has an inexhaustible supply. <laughs> Isn't that good? He is our never-ending need, and, and we never exhaust Him when we go to Him. For it's, not, it's like, okay, Dennis, you came to me four times today. You're going to have to take a break because i got to deal with somebody else. You know, i got to deal with other. No, it's not that way. We go to Him, and, and He has an inexhaustible supply. He never runs out. So we think about this. Let's go back to Acts uh, chapter 13 and verse 52. There's, there's, there's two things here. Uh, the disciples were filled with joy they were filled with joy so if they're filled with joy what are they not filled with they're not filled with the junk of this world and a lot of times that that robs us of joy you know we we just the, the temptations and the the bad influences in this world and things and we dwell on that and we begin to be filled with junk and so what we need to do is go to the Lord and we need to spend time with God and be refreshed and renewed think about the love of God Think about how great God is. You know, he's, he's mighty, and He's our creator. He made us for Himself, and He's, he's able, He's faithful, he's, he's always there. Think about how good it is to know the Lord. And, um, and so they, they were filled with joy. Even though they faced resistance and persecution, they were filled with joy because they were close to the Lord. That's the key. Lord, help me to stay close to you. Maybe I need to re remind myself of Romans 15, 13. The God of all hope, He'll fill me with joy and peace. It doesn't say He might fill me with joy and peace. It says that He will. And, and I'll abound in hope, not fear, the things of this world, but I'll abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God. Now, I want, I want to share this. When we talk about being refilled, when we get saved, we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. All right? The moment that God revealed our need of salvation and we asked forgiveness of our sin and we trusted and believed in Christ and what he did for us on the cross the moment we placed our faith in him the Holy Spirit took residence in our heart we placed our faith in the Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit took residence in our heart that's what's being that's what it means to be baptized with the Holy Spirit there's only one baptism of the Holy Spirit but there's many feelings of the Holy Spirit it's not that when I when I sin, that i got to get saved over again and get baptized with the Holy Spirit. No, I don't lose my salvation if I'm truly saved. But what happens is I might need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and so maybe tonight there's some of us on fumes, and we just need to be filled with the things of God. Uh, it, it, it requires confession, and God knows our every thought. You know, uh, David said, Search me, O God. 
and, and know my heart. See if there be any wicked way within me. And see, this is vital because the Bible also says that if we regard iniquity or sin in our heart, that he won't hear our prayer. We, got, we can't allow sin and disobedience to separate us from God. And when I say separate us, I'm talking about fellowship. I'm, I can't have a close walk with God if I've got disobedience and junk of the world in, in my heart instead of being filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and so I need that feeling. I need to get close to the Lord. I, I might stray or wonder, prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it, you know, as the, as the hymn says. Um, but we are filled with the Holy Spirit when we confess and when we seek God and we, we desire that close walk with Him. And that's what Barnabas and Paul had. They were close to God. And that allowed them to shake some things and see it for what it was and so have some discernment and say, you know what? Okay, that's how they're going to be. We're, we're going to move on. We're going to go to Iconium and, and, and just keep pressing on. And, and then if you were to continue in, uh, in chapter 14, you would see where uh, Barnabas and Paul um, went on to, to Iconium. They spoke to great multitudes and and, and both Jews and the Greeks, you know, were there. But they, 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 they pressed on. And then they went to Lystra in the middle part of verse uh, or, or chapter 14. And guess what was at Lystra? Idolatry. <laughs> so they, they're dealing with that. But they just keep pressing on. And, um, and then guess what happened at, toward the end of chapter 14? I guess it's down around 19. Uh, there, there was a stoning and they had to escape to Derby. Stoning. And, and so when you think about what we're going to face each and every day, we need to be filled with the Spirit. We need to have uh, joy, be filled with joy. And, and that only comes through a close walk with God. And so how do we get close to God? We need to be refilled. And we need to pray. And we need to read His Word. And not just read it, but apply it to our life. And we need to confess things in our life that doesn't honor God. That will, that will uh, cause us to be distant from the Lord. And will not be filled with joy, you know. And, and it's like when David confessed his sin. He said, restore to me the joy of my salvation. And, and, and what David was saying was, I'm not, I don't have joy right now. Why? Because he wasn't right with God. He was living in disobedience. He had adultery. He committed murder. And, and thought he swept it under the rug and got away with it. You know, but the man of God said, you're the man. You know, and, and, and we need people like that in our life that will speak truth tell us what we maybe don't want to hear at times but will tell us the truth and and so david said lord god and if you if you read psalm 53 or uh psalm i believe, I believe it's 53 um or 51 i think it is uh where david confesses um he he's about to snap a, a picture of david he's just overwhelmed but then he had that release when he got right with god and the lord restored Again, the joy of his salvation. That's refilling. Having a time of confession and talking with God. Saying, Lord, I have failed. Lord, I need you. I, help me to be a better this or a better that. You know, that's time of refilling. And so I pray that even tonight that we'll have that. That we'll look to the Lord. And um, so I just want us right now to, to just go to the Lord in prayer. And, and uh, we're going to look at our prayer list in, in just a moment. But I don't know what it is tonight that, uh, you know, th that that's in your heart or, or what things I don't know maybe maybe you're you're as close to God as you've ever been you know I, I don't know but let's have a time of refilling tonight and um and and whatever we need to do to make that happen you know let's pray and ask God for his help and for his grace and for his strength we will find his mercy and grace to help in our time of need but we got to call on him if I don't call on him and I don't pray then I'm going to miss it just like if I miss that Sunday service because I just wasn't feeling it that day um, I'm going to miss out on a blessing. And if I don't call on Him, and I don't pray, and I don't seek the Lord, then uh, I'm not going to have that time of, of refill in our life. So maybe, you know, where are you tonight? Are you a car that the light's on, and it's not that it's a little bit above empty, it's right at empty, you know? Um, and uh, our release time teacher, she said that her dad instilled with her and her sister when they were teenagers, don't ever let the gas hand get below half. And that's, that's, I think that's great. We have to tell Megan that. That's great advice, especially for ladies. Don't dare let that get below half, because if you don't let it get below half, then you, you don't have the chance of running out of gas. You know? and, um, and so it can't run out if it only gets down to half. Um, and maybe we need to think about that in our spiritual life. Let's not wait till we get down to empty. You know, let's, let's be in a habit of prayer and, and relying on God 
and, and allowing that time of refill uh, to take place. So uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer and, and, and you just talk to God right now. And you're online watching, you just talk to God right now in your living room or whatever we need to do right now. Let's have a little talk with Jesus and, and uh, let's pray and uh, let's confess or let's do whatever we need to do to have a, a refill. Let this be a process tonight that'll start that maybe you can continue on later when you, when you get home. And then I'll lead us in prayer. It's just so peaceful to hear this quietness right now. We don't like quiet times a lot of times. We're used to noise and used to something in the background, noise in the background. But how peaceful it is. And Lord, I think about peace like a river. I pray that that's the kind of peace, Lord, that you will give to us tonight as we look to you. This world has many hardships obstacles that we deal with a lot of pressures of life and there might be those under the sound of my voice Lord and they're, they're on empty right now and whatever we need to do help us God right now to do it restore to us the joy of our salvation whatever we need to confess whatever it is Lord to get things get the junk out so that we can be filled with joy filled with the Holy Spirit. Lord, do it tonight. Help us, Lord, to shake some things, things that maybe we've held on to or things that we've been delayed in dealing with for whatever reason, maybe intentional or unintentional. May we shake it tonight and say, here it is, Lord, it's yours. And may we do what you lead us to do so that we'll be filled with joy, that we'll be close to you, Help us to get as close to you as we can. To know you. What a difference that that makes. So refill us tonight, Lord Jesus, we ask. And we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Uh, if you'll look on our, our prayer list tonight. Um, oh, I need to turn on our... Let me turn this stream on here tonight. Um, if you would, uh, remember... Um, Donald Brown, that's, that's David's brother. Uh, continue to pray for, uh, for David's brother. Also, um, David's uh, stepbrother. I'm not sure if I have his name tonight, um, but um, they were sharing with me to, um, to please remember David's stepbrother in prayer. Uh, David Brown works second shift, so he's, he's working tonight, but Donald was sharing that with me. And, and um, Dennis, have you talked to your parents today? How, how are they doing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I know they normally watch, and um, so if y'all are watching uh, George and Bobby, we we're praying for you. And Donna has, um, has, has, as I mentioned that, she's already given us an update on David's stepbrother. Tim Huff is his name. I'm not sure if that is listed. Yeah, it's listed there under the health section. Um, and uh, they, they put him on the ventilator in hopes that this will allow his body to rest and recover. And, uh, and so we just pray uh, for Tim. This is David's stepbrother on a, on a ventilator. Also, I did not know this. I had lunch today with the uh, athletic director and the, the head football coach, um, um, uh, Coach Sutherland. Uh, we had a great lunch together, and I just love those guys so much. And um, and so uh, they were sharing with me that our wrestling coach, Coach uh, Coach Day, is um, he's in the hospital. He's in ICU. So if you'll just remember uh, Coach Day, and uh, they they did say he was improving some. Um, and you know how they they have you on your back, and then they roll you over. They're kind of doing that, and said that he's getting he's showing some improvement. But if you'll just add Coach Day to our prayer list tonight. Um, but we're praying for uh, for Tim Huff and uh, David's stepbrother. And um, see if there's any others uh, tonight. Okay. Um, 
and any, any others tonight any, any prayer requests that any of you may have I'll add to our prayer list or any updates tonight This is Becky Hill on our prayer list. Uh, now, this is your cousin. Okay, this is Elaine's cousin. Uh, has COVID, but also now has blood clots. So we, we pray for uh, for Becky tonight. And uh, David McManus, uh, he's he's had eye procedures and and uh, had one in his one eye and had one in the other uh, this week. So we continue to pray for uh, David tonight. Any others tonight? If you'll remember um, the, uh, the shut-ins, Mary Carty, if you'll remember her tonight as we pray, Frank Cole, continue to pray for Frank and Sheila Galbraith. And um, I, I saw uh, Perry today. He used to be the um, janitor at Liberty High School and and I, I believe on a Wednesday night, somebody, sh and I had heard this back in June, somebody said he only had two weeks to live. And, uh, and so we shared that and we prayed. Now before, a couple of years ago, Perry came to church here and brought some anointing oil. And he claimed uh, James chapter 5 passage about, you know, any one of you sick, you know, bring the elders and, and lay hands on them, anoint them with oil. And, and so we, deacons, we went back to room 201 with him and, and we... We anointed him with oil. We prayed over him, and he was he was beginning this process of having chemo and thing. He was doing well, but then I heard that he got real low, and and uh, and then um, uh, he he's doing a lot better. And I saw him at Yanks today. And, and if any, any of those of you on Facebook, I took a, had a picture. I was like, "You're a walking miracle, man." I mean, God's answered prayer, and and um, uh, you know, a lot of folks, you know, just kind of thought this is it. This is the end. But um, but it's always great. You know when God answers prayer and He's bounced back, and 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 in saying that, that reminds me of Frank Cole. Uh, Frank's doing really well, and um, we just continue uh, to to pray for Frank and and, um, and and give God praise for that. Um, and so uh, also Sheila Galbraith, Patsy Morris is doing better, and uh, she's had a tough several months, but I'm grateful that she's doing better. And um, and then Vicky Chapel's mom, Jesse Smith, continue to remember her, and then Miss Ruth Traber as well. And, uh, and then Evelyn Beeson, she'll be 101 in, on Christmas Day this year. And uh, so enjoyed visiting with her uh, last week. And, and then Joe Hunter and uh, EJ and Molly Washington. And, and then uh, Gene Watson as well. Those are our shut-ins tonight. want to remember them and lift them up in prayer. And let's also remember uh, this coming Lord's Day, praying for this Sunday. Uh, going to start a, a series in Ezekiel uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, we finished the Gospel of Mark and great summer series and looking forward to being in Ezekiel. And, of course, our Follow Jesus groups um, will be in uh, Matthew chapter 26 and looking forward to that. And uh, just praying for this Sunday for God to do great things. We'll be gathering together and worshiping together and, and um, trusting the Lord to, to do great things. So let's pray for this Sunday as well. Also, uh, our men, we have our, our men's night. We, we're going to be smoking ribs and... Uh, Jamie Murphy will be with us. He's going to be sharing with us, and uh, he's going to bring his his axe throwing stuff. And so we'll we'll participate in that. Starts at six thirty. So I encourage our men uh, to uh, sign up for that, and and also bring a friend. And looking forward to that uh, time together as well. Also on the twenty second, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, we'll have baptism and also deacon ordination. For Gabe Whitmire, we'll be having the ordination council this Sunday. Uh, so we just continue to pray for, for that process. And then our, our Acts table over here continue to remind uh, our church family about serving the Lord and seeking God where God would have us to serve. And, and uh, just continue to pray for that. Our, our nominating committee has been in place and as they uh, facilitate the Acts table. And we look to a new church here in September. We, we pray for that as well. So uh, any others tonight? Any other prayer requests before we pray? My mom's been doing well these last uh, couple of days, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. And I give that's a praise report tonight. And uh, we took Matthew to school 
dropped him off on Monday. Has, has Jacob gone yet, Dennis? Okay, a little bit, a little bit more time there. Um, I kind of wish we had a little bit more longer with Matthew, but uh, it's the third time dropping him off, and it don't get any easier. You know, you enjoy having him home, and uh, but he's doing well. They've got their band camp this week, and and uh, not all the students are there, just football and and band, I guess. And, he said it's kind of boring, you know, <laughs> when they're not doing the band thing. But um, but we FaceTimed him the last couple of nights and enjoyed talking with him. And uh, he'll be home. He said they have a full day uh, today and tomorrow. And then they finish around lunchtime on Friday. And then he's going to hit a trail and head back to the big town of Liberty. And uh, so I just, I know all those are going back to school. And, and uh, we, we pray for them as well as they, as they go, as they start. Of course, our students in high school, middle school, Elementary school was already started. Home school's already started. And uh, so we pray for all our, our kids that, that are in school right now, and uh, teachers and, and administrators, all of them. We pray for them as well. Our, our, our uh, young at heart, I do want to remind you about this. Uh, we didn't know about this until today. We added this to a calendar. Our young at heart will be going to the Lighthouse restaurant on Tuesday. That's a week from yesterday. It'll be this coming, I guess it's better to say this coming Tuesday. Uh, the 17th so I do those of you watching online that can go uh, those of you that are here um, even if you're not 55 and up if you're off that day come on and go with us to the lighthouse a beautiful uh, restaurant just past uh, Duke Energy right there on the point uh, on the lake there and uh, and it's always a great time um, I enjoy that's one of my favorite places to go and be with our young at heart so uh, so we'll we'll be sharing about that reminding everybody on on, uh, on Sunday so a lot of things happening, and just give the Lord praise. Ask God to, to bless. Um, so let's go to the Lord in prayer and pray for each of these tonight. Thank you for being here. Those of you joining online, pray that your hearts have been touched as well. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your grace and for your love and for your strength and for your faithfulness. We are certainly undeserving, but we thank you, Lord, that it's available to us, that we can know you. And Lord, I pray that we'll desire to be close to you. Lord, that we'll pray and we'll trust you, we'll ask you for help. Sometimes, Lord, it's just a matter of asking for help. Sometimes it's just a matter of taking time and coming away from everything and just calling on you and maybe sharing our, our hearts with you. It can make such a difference. And I pray for that refilling tonight. Lord, charge us up, Lord, for your glory. And I thank you, Lord, that when we call on your name, that you are faithful. And I just pray, Lord, for those that are hurting, those that are sick, those that have upcoming appointments and procedures, pray for your mercy those that are recovering from procedures and we lift them up to you we pray for our shut-in as well and we pray for our students and for our kids lord that many times lord they're like uh going out like sheep among wolves and we pray that you'll protect them and and help them and guide them dear lord and and um, and we pray for them lord we ask for your protection on them as they go out and may this church lord give them truth Lord, that they can apply to their life. They can draw closer to you. So we pray for our kids and student ministry. We pray for, uh, for our church, Lord, this coming Sunday as we look in Ezekiel. Lord, that when our world falls apart, what do we do? And I thank you, Lord, that you give us answers. And, and so I pray that you'll speak, Lord, and prepare hearts and do something great this Sunday. And God will give you praise for all that you do. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being here tonight. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. And Looking forward to this Sunday. God bless.